0: to Multiverse O'Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. I'm Podcast form I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And we're... Doing more fan appreciation. This time, our fan who we're appreciating is Javier Files, who you can find on the Xavier Files website. And we have good news, Devin. What? Guess what we have three of now. What? Three Patreon backers. Snip snap, yo yeah uh thank you to jeff stlarsic who is our new backer he is a longtime friend of the show and he got to check out episode one of the new exiled podcast early we will have a link to that in the uh show notes but we have the first volume as i'm calling it done and it is good there are thrills there are chills there are giant spiders nice so you know it's got everything that you want and also Jubilee. Well, we want Jubilee. I was going to say, look at you being a hater. Big ups. Uh, but yes, this week, uh, on our request from Javier Files, we are covering What If? Astonishing X-Men, which was a one-shot What If? when they were doing like What Ifs based on specific runs or events. Like I believe this was also the one where the really bad house of m spider-man one came from because it also has really bad jokes in the end
1: yeah and we're also no, oh correction we should do it we're not covering the ultron thing right no we are are we but we didn't read the other parts of the story
0: what do you mean the you mean what if danger became a bride of ultron
1: yeah that's all part of like a ongoing plot line no it's not yeah it is no yeah because we skipped over that other one too with What's-his-name with Ultron with Victor Mancha being his son and such and such with that?
0: No, no, that's no, that's a different one. That's a completely different story. Oh. No, this is a self-contained one.
1: Oh. Well, then I'll be winging this one. Or that we'll part.
0: We'll be winging. We'll be winging. Read, read Ultron. There's Danger Room. You're never gonna get you down. Yes, that's, that's what people come here for. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, for those of you who are not in the know, uh, Astonishing X-Men came after Grant Morrison's new X-Men run, and Joss Whedon took over, and he was like, hey, you know how Grant Morrison brought in all of these new ideas and these new characters? Let's go back to the people who I always loved, like Kitty Pride and Wolverine, and the Cyclops Man. And he, he did bring some new ideas, which was neat i was gonna say it's a good run though
1: i don't remember as much about it it it's is not, a good run
0: it's not as revolutionary as morrison but it's a lot more approachable than morrison yeah so uh this has two main stories and then another series of bad backup jokes the first one is what if <sighs> yeah. Ord to yeah. say the least the first one is what if ward resurrected gene gray instead of colossus which takes place on earth 12224 it was written by jim mccann with layouts by david yardin with ibrahim uh, roberson and david yardin on pencils with uh the finals painted by kai spanuth with jeff power on the letters and the x-men at this time are cyclops beast kitty pride wolverine and emma frost and the basic premise is that aliens from a planet called break world foretold that a mutant would destroy their world some of them really didn't want their world to be destroyed some of them did it it's weird i don't remember a lot of it like it's been five or six years since i've read this stuff
1: mm-hmm. moral of the story normally it's colossus
0: yeah and like they had sent uh technology that would cure mutants to try and prevent it and yeah normally it brings back they bring back Colossus and they're experimenting on him but in this world uh when they attack the Benitech labs with uh where Ord is uh Ord being the break world agent who's trying to take them down uh Jean Grey shows up and knocks him out she had previously died in the Grant Morrison run when she sacrificed herself to prevent a dark future and then Cyclops and Emma Frost totally made out over her grave pretty much everyone and it's awkward because cyclops has been dating emma at this time and emma it's hard to tell if she's actually concerned about gene gray turning back into the phoenix or if she's just being petty because they scanned the break world people's minds together and like the image that they have instead of colossus breaking the world is the phoenix destroying it mm-hmm. but normally in the comics the whole prophecy thing was made up And Jean currently isn't hosting the Phoenix Force because it left her when she died. But Emma still doesn't trust Jean, and Cyclops and Wolverine are sort of mad at Emma because she doesn't like Jean. So that's when Cassandra Nova, who is the psychic fetus twin of Professor X, she shows up uh, even though she's dead because she left psychic remnants in Emma Frost's head and offers to help her to get the Phoenix Force with revenge using the separate cuckoos who are a trio of young psychic clones and originally there are five members of the team and grant morrison intended the first letters of their name to spell out spice like the spice girls and then chuck austin wasn't aware of it so he named uh the one who eventually got retconned into being named irva irma into uh something with an m in it so thanks for messing things up again chuck austin
1: thanks chuck
0: so emma ends up summoning the phoenix force to her which ends up uh sapping the life force out of the cuckoos because they all had portions of the phoenix force in her the the suffered cuckoos are weird they are like there's good stuff with them but also i feel that they can way too regularly just be a boring plot device or like greek chorus in a way
1: basically with the exception of the fact that it has great development for um Quentin Quire Little Quentin Quire is in love with one of them.
0: Yeah, but then that's just reducing them to objects.
1: Yeah. Let's be real though, and th- the way that they're usually written that's basically what they are. Yeah. Because like I don't understand how you can be like in love with one of them because they ha- really have no personalities.
0: Well, they do eventually. Now
1: but... they do. But only after two of them are dead. Yeah. And that's also because two of them changed their hair color.
0: Oh comic. Which as
1: we learned from Luke and the as you'll learn actually in the exile podcast from Luke, that is how you differentiate a person.
0: Mm-hmm. Different haircuts. So Lockheed, who is Katie Pride's pet dragon, uh, he ends up waking her up and she finds that Ord has been murdered with the words run down painted in his blood. And meanwhile, the phoenix force heads to Breakworld. They try and kill it with a bullet, which is normally what Kitty Pryde gets stuck inside when she tries to phase through it to save the planet. Because they shot a giant bullet at the Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, the phoenix just flips it back and destroys all of Breakworld. Jean Grey wakes up because she senses to the people crying out in death. And Kitty Pryde then finds the corpses of the cuckoos and gets knocked out by an unseen assailant gene ends up assembling the x-men and they confront the phoenix force or i guess you could say the phoenix frost who quickly kills the beast by snapping his neck gene senses that something is up but the uh two of them get knocked out both gene and emma as uh, abigail brand of sword and nick fury with a contingent of shield troops show up abigail uh reveals that they've been tracking what went on and they came when lockheed who is secretly their spy uh fell out of contact and he's he's dead at this point yep like they don't which really i make didn't make
1: know super. until like later on in the issue
0: yeah they don't make it super explicit which is sad because i like lockheed
1: everyone likes lockheed mm-hmm. yeah i just assumed he was knocked out just like kitty kitty mm-hmm.
0: yep so cyclops ends up taking out shield's weaponry and he tries to bring emma frost back with the speech that he used to calm gene down before he killed her on the moon in something that we keep on referencing that one story mm-hmm. like it's a big moment
1: i mean it's like the x-men story
0: yeah and uh it ends up distracting emma enough that gene and wolverine are able to attack which exposes cassandra nova who was hiding in emma's mind Cassandra Nova returns to Emma Frost and uses her to start attacking and then Kitty Pride sneaks up and pulls out Emma Frost's heart and she dies in the release of power and when Wolverine a few days later starts to train the new X-Men who are armor and blindfold inside the danger room Cassandra Nova shows up and she is still alive and is somehow connected to the danger room precarious it it's a lot of stuff that I guess maybe because I haven't read it it doesn't have a lot of emotional resonance and it's not really fun. You haven't read what? I haven't reread Astonishing X-Men in ages. Oh.
1: let no, see I like this
0: one. It it just doesn't really have any spark. We'll get to ranking it later. And it's These, another
1: time where we gonna see Kitty Pride and a what if kill someone with their hand.
0: Which is always good.
1: But. It's true because she does it to what's called Wolverine in the What If Wolverine um. Vampires? No, not vampires. um Enemy of the state. Hmm. Where it, like goes crazy and such.
0: I haven't read that one.
1: Oh yeah, normally they can do it. Yeah, in this one, uh, she phases her her hand into his brain.
0: Well, the next story that we are covering is What If Danger Became a Bride of Ultron, which takes place on Earth 42221, which was written by Matteo Casali with Mike Getty on the illustrations, Jorge Maiz on colors, and Jeff Powell on the letters. And so in this universe, Colossus is back with the team as they are fighting the Danger Room because they've realized that it is becoming sentient and it is in full control of itself. Meanwhile, the Runaways, who are the team of teen superheroes who find out that their parents are all villains and evil and do sacrifice, so they ran away, Uh, they are finding out that their new team member, Victor Mancha, his father is Ultron, the killer robot, and Ultron just kills all of them. Danger ends up reaching out to Ultron while the X-Men are fighting her, and uh, she ends up killing all of the X-Students as uh, like uh, Ultron shows up and the two robots merge into one. Beast and Wolverine try and fight and they quickly get killed as the uh, Mega Sentinel, which is basically a giant sentinel with multiple heads and even more weapons, shows up because danger has called it to her. Uh, Cyclops tries to blast the robots. It fails. He gets killed. Ultron smashes Emma Frost apart in her diamond form and then the mega sentinel ended up bringing professor xavier with them danger chastises xavier for ignoring her when he should have reached out more to her and then ultron commands the mega sentinel to kill her which ends up completely freeing her from all the programming that had been in because now the person who uh, created all of her rules is dead so they end up heading to the shark homeworld, which the two of them take over and then they end up merging with the phalanx which ends up making them impossible to defeat the end
1: hooray
0: it it really didn't have any development to it it's just like oh these two characters are going to get together and fuck over the entire universe Mm -hmm. see what i did there i did and then after that are five say what's which are the jokey gag strip things which were written by mike gallagher say what with illustration and lettering by dave Manick. And Josh rated the colors. The first one is, what if Colossus developed a sinking fastball special? So instead of throwing Wolverine into the air, he just grounds him into the ground.
1: It was not funny.
0: Nope, and that's on Earth 41222. The second one is, what if Kitty Pride miscalculated when she tried to yank out Emma Frost's heart? So instead of pulling out her heart on Earth 42122, she pulled out a Completely intact tuna sandwich, which
1: First off that's bullshit. Emma would never eat that much.
0: Yeah. And she would take bites. She would take very tiny bites. It's true. It I get the gag, but it just does not work.
1: It doesn't work for who they did it to.
0: Mm-hmm. The next one is what if Beast became a bit too feline. Like Beast.
1: Maybe they could have done it to Beast.
0: Except she didn't try and kill Beast by removing his heart. This universe. Uh, Yeah, the next one is what if Beast became a bit too feline on Earth four two 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 one two, and he is bringing a litter box and a bag of kitty litter to Emma Frost's house. And the other single-page gag one is what if Wolverine took up oil painting, so he became Claude Monet on Earth two four two two one.
1: Yeah, it was painful.
0: Yeah, and then there's another like really dumb gag strip that takes place on Earth four one two two two, where like Wolverine wants to roast marshmallow, roast marshmallows on Jean Grey, and it it it's just really bad, just so bad.
1: Or Kitty Wait. Lockie, what did I say to make her so angry? Relax, big man. She's just going through a phase.
0: Now, you know what uses that same joke, but it's a lot better? What? Jay and Miles have a uh, t-shirt with Kitty Pride and Rachel Gray. And it's both of them going through the t-shirt and it's saying it's not just a phase. Nice. Because, you know, they're canonically queer, according to Chris Claremont. Mm-hmm. But, you know what we can do that's recompense for the horrors that we've been forced to suffer by Javier Files What? We can rank these on Trials of the Multiverse. So the uh, first one is What if Ward resurrected Jean Grey instead of Colossus? I really didn't care for this one, and also our list currently has 374 universes on it, so...
1: I wouldn't put it as low as I feel like you want to put it.
0: Well, our the quarterway mark is... Uh... 93 so that would be uh yokai spider-man which i don't think it's that good no it's not and the halfway mark would be 187 which would be uh Norn rad had volunteered to become silver surfer which we still don't remember which one that is
1: so we're gonna go if it's better oh than hadn't there.
0: volunteered what
1: so i'm gonna go with it's better than that
0: yeah it's better than that um what if Deadpool killed Uncle Ben?
1: Um, I, uh, yeah, it's better than that.
0: You went to the movies and had to sit behind the leader.
1: Oof. It's worse than that.
0: Yep. So, our new number, one sixty nine, one hundred plus nice, is Earth one two 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 four. Uh, that's Emma phoenix frost uh up next we have the what if danger became a bride of ultron now you didn't really read this one but based on my description how do you feel about it was it? fine is it comparable to phoenix frost or lower lower uh how do you feel about it compared to Pool? Mm, that's better uh birdpool Birdpool is a bird that is also Deadpool. I I, I give it a lot of points for that.
1: Yeah, I like Birdpool.
0: Okay, so our new number 180 is our four two 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 one. Danger X Ultron. I robo-ship that. Mm-hmm. And then are you ready to jump down really low for these gag ones? Yep. Okay, so what if Colossus developed a sinking fastball special? Uh, how do you feel about it compared to... Uh, President Man Thing.
1: President Man Thing is better.
0: Uh, Mutant X Universe. You didn't read that one. Uh, Bernie Madoff Ponzo Summoner. It's worse than that. Uh, Howard the Vulture. It's worse than that. Uh, The Watchers and All the Realities Got Together and Watched Watchers. Better watched
1: than that. Watchers. Please stop reading that.
0: <laughs> Aunt Mayville. Um, what was that? I don't remember. I have, I'm uh, going to just
1: imagine it's a village of Aunt Mays. It's worse than that.
0: Oh, uh, that was in episode 77. Oh, that was the uh, House of M. Oh, okay. I think that was one of the really dumb... Yeah, that was the House of M. What ifs. So that was a gag one. Yeah. So, we don't remember that one. Right above that is Pim brainful, brain Brainfarted Ultron.
1: Yeah, it's better than that.
0: The Airplane of Richie Parker. It's worse. Okay, so our new number 353 is our 412222, which is Sinking Fastball Special. After that, it is stupid sandwich gag with Kitty Pryde. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to sinking fastball special? Wait,
1: um... right, let me flip back to it. Oh, that one, yeah, I hate it. I hate it much more. Luke? Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I, I was still trying to figure out which one is Aunt Mabel.
1: You should give up, Luke.
0: Yeah. We don't we didn't screenshot the jokes because they were all horrible. Uh sorry. So how did you feel about that one? It's worse. Uh how do you feel about it compared to uh what if storm were an air traffic controller? I'm better. Yeah, like at least the joke makes sense. Like it's clear enough it's just not a good joke. Yeah. Uh pre zero hour metropolis convergence, which was from the Suicide Squad Convergence.
1: Uh, it's better than that
0: Age of Morgana Le fay
1: it is worse than
0: that okay so our new number 358 is stupid sandwich gag with kitty and Emma and that is earth 42122 uh, what if beast became a bit too feline I, I, I still don't like it I think it's better than sinking fastball special yeah so is it better than the time that Richie Parker talked about his airplane sure I don't think it's better than the thing we're blue no it's not so our new number 352 is earth 422 212 beast beast 2 feline groovy you know because cats have grooves on their feet (laughs) you shouldn't
1: do that because you're going to figure out what that joke is in like two weeks and then we won't know
0: I was referencing 30 Rock
1: oh, I haven't watched that episode then
0: for a while that was the one where he was going to be in the Garfield movie instead of the emotionally important movie Uh, okay, up next is Claude Monet, Earth Two four two two one. How do you feel about it compared to Beast Two Feline Groovy?
1: Mm.
0: I mean, it's such a stupid, obvious joke. And
1: it's like a really bad pun.
0: Yeah. Okay, is it worse than the stupid sandwich gag with Kitty and Emma? Yeah. Is it worse than Deadpool host cereal? Yeah. Is it worse than Whom Gods Destroy No uh, I will say this Whom Gods Destroy had Superman fighting Nazis That's true I'd give it points Above that So or 365 <sighs> Claude Monet And then the last one is <gasps> the really Stupid Dumb gag strip earth 41222 how do you feel about this one compared to uh beast 2 feline groovy uh it's worse sinking fastball special worse claude monet Mm,
1: it's
0: better than that uh stupid sandwich gag with kitty and emma it's worse uh, pre-zero hour metropolis convergence better okay so our new number 360 is 41222 uh, so this has been our second out of three uh, fan appreciation weeks you can tell how much we appreciate you giving us these horrible universes it's to true. rank mm. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, please let us know. We are now on iTunes and a bunch of other sources. We'll not do the full wrap up, but you can find out more by just Googling Multiversal Q or uh, following us at multiversalq.com or on the Twitter. Uh, Devin, where can people find you online?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Fredofet. That's
0: F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at, at Coltreg. That's K O L T R E G. And you can also find my book online, Heroes International. We will be back on Friday with our third of these specials. Until then, please don't send us any more of these really bad gag comics. It's true. This one's...